have you ever been on a job search and asked yourself, how can I better prepare to land the position? Whether you're looking to make the leap to a new role inside of your current company, with a new company, or even if this is your first job, the path to a successful interview starts here. Hi, my name is Martin Trujillo, and you're listening to the Flex Your Career podcast series. We are over the moon to have guest Sunny Deesberg join us today to, dis to discuss the tips, tricks, and tools to help you land your next job. Sunny, would you be so kind to introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Martin. My name is Sunny Deesberg, and I have been a talent acquisition specialist or recruiter for the better part of a decade, and I've done everything from sourcing to selection process and even onboarding. So I'm excited to be here today to talk about interview prep, and I hope that this information will be valuable to anyone who listens in. Uh, one thing to note is that in a seven to 10 minute time frame, I can only capture a fraction of the knowledge and information that's out there on successful interviewing. So I'm going to try to provide tips from my own perspective as a recruiter, and I encourage you to do more research online from the many valuable articles and resources that exist. And remember, there are varying approaches and opinions out there, so do what works best for you. Thank you very much, Sunny. Now, before we kick it off, I just want to ask a question to get to know you a little bit better. What made you want to become a talent acquisitionist? Yeah, thanks, Martin. I mean, I've wanted to be a talent acquisition specialist since I was in elementary school, like most other recruiters. Um, just kidding. In reality, I really sort of fell into it. So I was working for a company in a customer-facing role that really needed a recruitment marketing skill set and branding uh, and social media. And so along with that role came all of the trainings and the trappings of a full-cycle recruiting process, uh, which I still enjoy doing today. I love the humor that you threw in there. But that's really good information to know. Now, being the one who usually does the interviews, how does it feel to be on the other side of the table today? Sure. Well, I'll let you in on a little secret here, Martin. Nobody really loves being interviewed for a job. Um, even recruiters and hi hiring managers have to interview for their jobs. And we understand that it can be very stressful and nerve-wracking. Uh, but hopefully with some preparation and the resources to ready yourself, you'll feel ready to tackle any interviews that come your way. Well, I guess that's true that we are all in the same boat. I mean, you sound pretty confident about everything, and I know that a lot of people can get their nerves up a little bit when it comes time for interviews. But also, a lot of people stumble upon job listings and immediately submit their resume. Now, in your experience, what steps should applicants take before applying for a job? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, so, you know, one, I would say know the company. Uh, take some time to read about the company, both on the company website and external sources like Glassdoor. Uh, and reading those employee reviews, right, it helps you understand if it's really an environment that, um, you know, is close to what you're looking for. And, and really, it's a good look if you're able to articulate why you're excited about what a company represents and has to offer. And bonus points if you can recite some of the core values that align with your own. Um, second, get very familiar with the job posting itself. Understand the role specifics and how your experience relates to the position. Pay attention to areas where you might be able to highlight your experience and areas of opportunity for your own development just for awareness. Tailor your resume for the job. It's no secret there are companies out there that use AI resume scraping techniques to get down to their people that they want to invite to a phone interview, which can eliminate a large number of people in the early part of the process. Now, um, that's not to say all companies do this, but either way, it's just a great way to make sure that 
your skill set reflects why you're qualified for the job. It takes more of your time, but it pays off twofold when you're selected to move forward to your first interview. Okay. Well, those are some extremely helpful tips for anybody who's thinking about applying for a job. And I think that uh, three of the most important that stand out to me is to know the company and their values, to familiarize yourself with the role and how your experience relates to the position, and to tailor your resume to the job. Now, with that in mind, Sonny, what are the best practices for prepping for a job interview? Yeah, thanks, Martin. There's really so many things that you can you know, do to prepare for a job, and I won't be able to dive into all of them, but I'll keep a scope on some of the ones that I find to be more important. So one is just preparing your confidence, to go in confident and know that whether you're on your way to a first round or even final round interview, there's a reason why the recruiter or hiring manager wanted to talk to you, wanted to have a conversation with you, wanted to learn more about you. You made it this far in your career journey, so now's the time to show the value that you bring to the table, and who better to promote you than you. Also, practice common interview questions to become comfortable with answering them. Start to write down specific examples that you may be able to speak to using the STAR interview method, which we'll talk more about shortly. One of the great things about today's job market and hiring environment is that you're not likely to go into a small office and shake hands with anyone anymore. Uh, and so because of this, we have sort of this new superpower that's almost like cheating and wasn't at our disposal anymore uh, or before, but you'll want to use it to your advantage. So first, a little common sense, find a non-distracting and quiet environment. Make sure you have a strong cellular or internet connection for the interview. Now, the advantage here is that you can keep notes, you can keep your resume, you can keep speaking points in front of you for reference during the interview. That way, you can make sure everything you wanted to say has been said, and you can reference back to any experience or skills on a moment's notice. I can personally attest to using this method, and it helps keep your nerves calm, helps you understand what path you're on and where you're talking or what you're talking about, right? What you're trying to convey, um, whether that interview process is for a video or a phone interview. Just don't rely on it too heavily. Another thing is if you're nervous or a question has you stumped, or has you stumped take a moment to breathe. Right. So that silence of five seconds probably feels like five years to you, but it's really not as noticeable as you think. And it's OK to ask for a moment to pull a specific example from your mind. Make sure you don't get so far inside your head thinking of examples during the interview that you miss or misunderstand a question, because at the end of the day, interviews should be not an interrogation. It's a conversation with you and one or more individuals where you get to highlight the value you bring and your qualifications for the open position. Wonderful. I couldn't have said it better myself, Sonny. And, you know, it's true. Projecting confidence can go a long way. The way that you hold yourself up, it'll really determine the way that you uh, finish strong. And everything else you said, helpful tools to put into that toolbox for anybody getting ready for an interview. Now, you mentioned the STAR method, and I'm sure that many of our listeners may not be familiar with that. Can you tell us a little bit more about this STAR method? Absolutely. So the STAR method is an interview technique that gives you a straightforward format that you can use to tell a story by laying out the situation, task, action, and result. So a handy acronym of STAR. So in the situation, you'll set the scene and give the necessary details of your example. You know, for example, you could say in my last role, I was assigned a group project with two of my colleagues and I had a deadline of three weeks. You'll talk about the task. Well, I was looking at the management of that project and the timeline, and one of my colleagues was extremely reluctant to contribute because they had a heavy workload, and so they just really weren't confident that they could contribute quality writing content in that time. 
And so you took an action and in that action, you'll explain exactly what steps you took to address it. Um, so for example, my colleague and I collaborated, we had a conversation and we communicated in a way to assign them only tasks that they felt comfortable and confident that they could finish within the time frame that we were given. And then you'll speak to the result. What was the outcome? So, um, you know, afterward, this group worked more efficiently and every part of the project was successfully completed now due to our team effort. This method of interviewing is based around storytelling. So with this method, you won't say, I'm a good communicator, but you might say or talk about a time that you convinced an entire group to do something. Uh, you wouldn't say, I'm a quick learner, but you might talk about the time that you had to quickly upskill to meet a certain need at work. That's great information. I think that it could be really helpful using this star interview method to make yourself stand out against the crowd when interviewing. Now. From that point, after your interview is done, what tips can you share about post-interview follow-ups? Yeah, so when it comes to post-interview follow-ups, it may feel strange to you, and that's because you never know what to do or what's acceptable, but do what's comfortable for you. At the end of the day, there are varying opinions, varying thought processes on what that should look like, but I'll tell you now, it's okay to send an email and let a company know how much you enjoyed learning about the position that you're excited about the opportunity and that you look forward to hearing back from them. But do keep in mind that things like schedules, people on PTO, other candidates going through the process, and sometimes multiple decision makers are involved in the selection process. And these things can all slow down the hiring process. So just remember to be patient. A good company will never leave you wondering whether you have the job or not. Sometimes it just takes a while. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, Sonny, I just have to say it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. And I'm sure our listeners have gotten a lot of valuable insights and information on how they can better prepare for their next career journey whenever that may come. Thanks so much for having me, Martin. It was a true pleasure.